Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. I hope you are having an amazing day Thank you so much for joining me for yet another episode. And I want to kick off by sharing something that I saw on social media this morning from CrossFit athlete Cole Sager. This is what he said. We each deserve a prosperous life. Yet, we each hold the responsibility to find the discipline within ourselves to create that life. We each deserve a prosperous life, yet we each hold the responsibility to find the discipline within ourselves to create that life. Whatever it is that you want, it is waiting for you. Whether it is a healthier life, a leaner body, a better relationship, more financial freedom, or anything in between, it is waiting for you. But you have to choose discipline over delay. And I want you to start today. Yeah, you can convince yourself that you will start tomorrow. And if you would, that wouldn't be a problem. But I want you to honestly look at yourself and say, is the whole I'll start tomorrow thing, is that really true or is that a pattern? Is that a pattern? Is that a line that you use to talk yourself into whatever you want right now and talk yourself out of the work, out of the change that you know you need to make? Is later, tomorrow or Monday, is that a pattern for you? If so, I want you to break it. And today is that opportunity that exists for you to break it. Every time you choose to submit to that pattern of tomorrow I'll be better, tomorrow I'll start, Monday I begin. Every time you choose that, you make that pattern stronger. And those are the kinds of excuses and exceptions that we're trying to increase our awareness of today and break the chains of today. In episode 495, I shared with you that not only are we coming up on episode 500, woo, but also Primal Potential's four-year anniversary and my birthday, the trifecta, all three events on the same flippin' day, which I think deserve some celebration. And I can tell you for one, I will be celebrating hard because I also have a big deadline that I have set for myself on that day as well. So it's a big day of celebration. Anyways, in response to sharing that excitement about upcoming episode 500, I got a direct message on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. My Instagram stories is where I post my daily workouts. I just finished posting today's workout. 
as well as my daily food choices at Elizabeth Benton. Anyway, I got a great question via direct message on Instagram surrounding the lies we tell ourselves and the stories we sell ourselves. And that's what I want to spend our time talking about today. But I thought Cole Sager's quote about the fact that this wonderful life is available for all of us, but we have to create the discipline. We have to find it within ourselves and act on it to do so. I thought that was a great tie-in to what I want to talk about today. Of course, if you have something you want to hear me dive into on the podcast, head over to the show notes. Primalpotential.com forward slash 495 is the URL for the show notes for today's episode. Leave a comment over there, or you can direct message me on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton. So here is the comment slash question that I got just the other day. It says, you are younger than I am, and yet you have your stuff figured out. How did you get to the point of not telling yourself stories, of stopping the binging, and becoming consistent? How did you get to the point where you stop telling yourself stories, stop binging, and become consistent? We are going to dive in to the answer today. And I think first and foremost, it's not that I have it figured out. It's that I'm committed to total and brutal honesty with myself, and I am more committed to the solution, practicing the solution, than I am to the problem. Side note, I don't know if you read a blog from last week. It was up on primalpotential.com on the blog. Yes, I write blogs. Who knew? Most of you don't read them, but that's okay. Sometimes they're pretty good. I wrote a blog last week. I'll link to it in the show notes about the difference between a problem and a practice. And you know, we're actually going to pull that up right now. And I am going to read it to you right now. Didn't really plan to do that, but you know, I don't really plan out these podcasts all that much. So let me pull that up. I want to just take that little detour for a second, and then we will get into my answers to how I became more aware of my stories, changed my response, changed my perspective so that I don't feel owned by food or by circumstance or anything like that. So this is the blog. It went up on June 25th, 2018, and it's called It's Not a Problem, It's a Practice. It's easy to feel defeated and discouraged by our problems. Problems. And the reason I say the word problems like that isn't to dismiss or diminish your struggles. It's simply because I have a different perspective that I'd like you to consider. Every day I get emails from people who declare, my problem is cravings, my problem is alcohol, my problem is snacking, my problem is consistency. I say it differently. It's not your problem, it's your practice. Let me explain. Oftentimes I'll respond to those emails by asking, what does your practice look like? If you told me that your problem is snacking, I'd say, what does your practice look like? Are you practicing the problem? Are you practicing solutions? What does your consistency of implementing the behavior you desire look like? If you feel like your problem is snacking after dinner and you eat every night after dinner, your practice is reinforcing the problem. Your practice is the problem. And your practice is also your solution. You don't have a snacking problem. You have a snacking practice. 
Similarly, whatever our problem is, that is also our opportunity to practice the solution. But too many of us give our energy entirely to the problem and not to the opportunity we have to engage in the solution. Instead of the perspective that you have a snacking problem, challenge yourself to embrace a snacking practice just for today that reflects what you want. Maybe that means the kitchen is closed after dinner tonight and your practice is being done at dinner time. That's the practice. Tomorrow, you wake up and define what tomorrow's practice will look like. So that was up on the blog. And I bring that up because it's not that I don't have an excuse problem. It's that I have a practice of overcoming excuses. So this message again said, you're younger than I am, but you have your stuff figured out. How did you get to this point of not telling stories, stopping binging, and becoming consistent? I'm committed to brutal honesty and to solutions. I do tell myself stories. It's just that I have a practice of challenging the stories to make sure that A, they are true, and B, they work for me, meaning they move me in the direction I want to go. And there's a big difference. Here's the first thing I said back to her when she asked that question related to how I stopped with the binging and created consistency. First thing I said was journaling and a practice of demanding brutal honesty with myself. If you're paying attention, I told her, it's easy to recognize drama and lies or incomplete truths. And I never stop practicing that honesty. I challenge myself to be aware of the most common excuses I try to tell myself. Ah, just this one thing. I've been so good. I'll do better tomorrow. Monday, I'm going to get serious. I can still convince myself to indulge with those lines. But where that used to be, the primary work of my thoughts, how can I justify this? How can I talk myself into it? My primary work now and what I try to get to as quickly as possible when I notice that excuse-making thinking is what works. What works? What do I want and what is the choice that gives me what I want most? What do I want most? Does this get me there? My practice now is not that I don't tell stories and make excuses. I absolutely do. But the practice is how quickly can I get to what's going to work for me? What I want to do is share with you some examples of how I do this. Because it's easy to just think, oh, well, Elizabeth doesn't make excuses or so-and-so doesn't make excuses, but I just make excuses all the time. Most of us do but we can practice recognizing them for the threat that they are and then using them as a starting point for forcing ourselves to tell a complete version of the truth. More on that in just a second. She came back in the comment in the Instagram exchange with a follow-up question. She said, so my first action step is to make sure I'm consistently journaling, but what type of thing do you write down? That sounds dumb, but I'm serious. Like, what you ate or what emotions, what thoughts, daily activities. I do journal all of those things, but this change that we're talking about isn't as much about journaling as it is about 
being aware of your excuses and questioning them in your head in the moment that you're making them, right? It's not a reflect on later and stay in the past journaling initiative. It is an honesty moment to moment initiative. As for journaling, though, because that's a really fair question, I've done several episodes on how I journal and what I think is important to journal. I'll link to those in the show notes, specifically episodes, I think, 168 and 206. I know I talked very specifically about journaling. But the brutal honesty with yourself isn't something that happens as much in journaling. It's something that is required moment to moment. Paying attention to how you talk yourself into something when you're making a decision. Demanding of yourself that you tell the whole truth and consider all aspects, not just the one that talks you into what you want in any given moment. So I'm going to give some examples. And if these examples prompt questions for you, ask them. Head over to the show notes page over on primalpotential.com. Primalpotential.com forward slash 495 is the show notes page for today's episode. And then if there are more questions or follow-ups based on the examples I'm going to give, we can easily do a follow-up episode. Starting out, just to show you guys how I demand this of myself in every moment. It's not that I don't tell stories or make excuses. It's how I respond to that in my head in a matter of seconds as it happens. Just this morning, for instance, I kind of forgot that my boyfriend had my car overnight. I didn't remember that when I woke up. So I woke up, had a cup of coffee, and was all pumped. I jumped in the shower, and I was like, I'm going to head to open gym, get a workout in really early, and then come back and crush my work. I had a significant amount of work that I wanted to get done before a 2 p.m. webinar so that I could go out and kayak and have fun in the afternoon. So I walk outside to jump in the car, which isn't there. Ah, change of plans. So I came back inside and just got right to work and he wouldn't be back for a few more hours. So at first I was thinking, I'll just go to the gym later. But as I got into the grind of work and became aware of how much I needed to do and started to feel a little pressured by the amount of work, I started to talk myself out of going to the gym. I would have already been there had the car been in the driveway, but since it wasn't, I started to talk myself out of it thinking I'll skip the workout and then I can get more work done and then I can get ahead, which would be really great because I'm going to Maine tomorrow. All true. And that's where most people stop. A corner of the truth that talks them into what they want in that moment and then done, right? Yeah, I could have convinced myself to skip the workout and I could every single day, but I am in the habit, which means I practice daily asking myself, What else is true? Is there something that is more true that I am overlooking? In that moment, and I recognize this in a matter of seconds, this isn't something I stop what I'm doing and think through for 15 minutes. It happens in a matter of seconds. What else is true is that I said I was working out today and I still can. What else is true is that what's driving my decision to skip the workout is emotion, feelings of overwhelm, not anything other than emotion. There was no reality other than an emotional one indicating that I couldn't work out. So it was emotion driving the choice. That's always a red flag for me. Like, if there was no emotion involved, if I didn't feel a little bit overwhelmed about the amount of work I wanted to get done today, would I be thinking the same way? Nope. Nope. It's purely emotion. What else is true is that my workout schedule is already going to be modified later this week because I'm going to Maine. What is more true than 
I don't have time to go to the gym today is that I absolutely can make the time if I choose to. The time is there. What choice is best for me? What choice would make me feel my best? At the end of the day, would I feel better if I skip the workout or feel better if I do the workout? Going to the gym. So I went. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm free from excuses and stories the rest of the day. No, in fact, there was another one before I even started the workout. I got to the gym later than I wanted, and it was the tail end of open gym. Open gym only happens once a week, where basically you do whatever you want. Otherwise, it's more structured. So it was the tail end of open gym. So my choices were do a short solo workout before open gym ends. Don't do a short solo workout and instead take the class or do both. I tried to talk myself out of the class because, oh, I'll be here longer. It'll take longer. I need to get back to work. But I went through the same thing again. Is there something more true that I'm not considering here? Something I'm overlooking? Is there a choice that works better or makes me feel better? Is there a bigger win that if hard work and effort and my business work wasn't a part of the equation that I would take. Tried talking myself out of open gym. Oh, well, if I'm going to do a class, then maybe I'll just take it easy and stretch for a little bit until the class starts. That's normally where I would stop. But is there an opportunity here for me to exceed my expectations? Because that's the kind of person I want to be. Not the person that does the minimum, but the person who is always looking to say, how can I make this better? How can I make myself better? Where can I exceed my expectations? So I did both. I did 30 power cleans for time. Then I did the full class. Why? Because talking myself out of all I can do does not work best me. And fast forward to the end of the day, what's going to make me feel my best? Exceeding my expectations. So as you see, I still tell stories. I still try to talk myself out of doing the work, but I recognize the stories and I don't let myself get away with garbage, with dishonesty, with a corner of the truth or an emotionally laden limitation. I am committed to being brutally honest with myself and demanding the complete version of the truth. I want to be sure to give you guys a variety of different types of examples, not just gym time examples about how I live this out, which also means how I practice it. And saying how I practice it means I haven't mastered it. But every day in every situation that I practice, I am getting better and it becomes more automatic. I recognize the story more quickly and I'm more effective in overriding it with emotion-free logic, with excuse-free logic, with past-free or history-free logic. And as I said, if you have questions about this, let me know. So yesterday I was at a cookout. I had gone out to lunch before going to the cookout, so it was easy when they brought out burgers and hot dogs and stuff to not eat that stuff because I had just had a big kale salad with grilled chicken. I wasn't hungry. Easy peasy. A couple hours later, though, they bring out the big trays of dessert. Now, I still wasn't hungry, but holy moly, it looked good. In comes the story. I've eaten really clean today. 
And as soon as I notice that story, which is justifying indulging, if I'm going to indulge, I'm going to indulge. I don't need to rationalize it or justify it or make myself feel better about it. If it is simply that cookie looks really worth it and I want it, okay. I want to consider the whole truth, but when I start going, oh, I'll be better tomorrow. Oh, I've been so good. Oh, I'm going to make up for it in this particular way. Or any kind of drama excuse or story, I need to find the complete version of the truth. So I start thinking, I've eaten really clean today. And as soon as I notice that thought, Elizabeth, do good choices Living the way you want to live, does that in any way tie into a brownie? Like, do good choices justify indulging? No, that's not the truth I want to live. It's how I used to live. It looked like, oh, I've been really good for a couple of days, and I use that as negotiating language for a day I don't feel proud of that makes me feel terrible, when in fact, they aren't related. What I chose earlier isn't related to right now. Let's evaluate right now based on that. So what else is true about that dessert, Elizabeth? And again, this is happening in my head in a matter of seconds. What else is true? I'm not hungry. What else is true is that this is an opportunity to have an amazing day, and I want to feel that. And these cookies or brownies, they're, they're not part of that amazing day equation. What else is true is that I'd totally be more proud of myself if I say no to the dessert than if I say yes. What is also true, I ask myself, if I could indulge in anything in the world right now today, would those brownies be the thing? No. I mean, if I could have absolutely anything, it would be vanilla soft serve with hot fudge. That's not here. Because I can have anything I want, but I can't have everything I want. So is this indulgence worth it? Is this the one I want to pick? Am I going to feel super glad I made this choice? Nope. So I didn't eat it. It's not that I don't tell stories. It's that I demand the whole true story. The key here that I want you to ask yourself, what are the lies you tell yourself? How do you talk yourself into or justify or negotiate for choices that you later wish you hadn't made or choices that keep you from making progress towards a goal that you have? Throughout the cookout yesterday, probably 10, 12 times I was asked, Elizabeth, why aren't you drinking? Elizabeth, can I get you a drink? Meaning alcohol. So I asked myself instead of like, oh, that would be good. Do I really want to drink today? No, not really. But had I said yes. Will it make you feel really good? Will you be glad that you did this tomorrow? When you wake up tomorrow, which choice will you feel better about? And what do you value more? Feeling amazing tomorrow or indulging right now? Is it worth it? And I ask myself too, just like with the dessert, if I could have any drink in the world, is the drink that I would have right now, that that I would have if I could have anything, is it here? Is that an option? Will I be glad that I did it? I can't have everything I want, but I can have anything I want. Is it worth it? And yesterday, it wasn't. I'll ask myself often, okay, what choice moves me towards my goals? Do my goals matter? Does this indulgence matter more than my goals? Right here is an opportunity to practice making the hard choice easier just through repetition. Do I want to use this as a choice to practice or do I want to let it go by? 
It's not that I figured anything out or everything out. It's that I commit to a daily practice. I'll give you one more example related to emotion. I shared with you guys in a previous episode that I hurt my hand and ended up in the emergency room, lots of tears, lots of drama, and driving home from the emergency room, I wanted ice cream. And I could easily talk myself into it. It's been a hard night. I'm sad. I'm tired. I'm in pain. I want ice cream. But am I emotionally sober right now? No. What emotion is clouding my decision-making right now? Uh, pick. There's a bazillion of them. What does sad have to do with ice cream? Do I want to create a habit where every time I'm sad, I choose ice cream? Do I want to create a habit where every time I'm tired, I justify indulging? Do I want to create a habit where if I'm in physical pain, I choose food as a distraction? What is happening here without emotion? What do I really need in this moment? What else is true? What is more true? Does this line of thinking create the life I want, create the discipline I want? So how can you do it? How can you become increasingly aware of the stories you tell yourself? Practice it today. As you find yourself negotiating for a piece of chocolate in the grocery store or a drink or hitting the snooze button, skipping a workout, whatever it is, challenge yourself to see the bigger picture of the whole truth. Challenge yourself to think about what will make you proud and what will create the life you want, which is available to you, but you have to create the value and the practice of discipline. Where can you do that today? The more that you practice telling the whole truth, the more it's going to happen automatically for you. I want you to embrace that practice today. Total right turn here. I was thinking about, as we approach the 500th episode, adding a new segment to the podcast, and I want to get your thoughts on it. So let me know, either direct message me over on Instagram at Elizabeth Benton or comment on the show notes, primalpotential.com forward slash 496. I was thinking about at the end of every episode, at least for a while to see if you guys enjoy it, is sharing the best thing I've I've eaten recently, recently eaten, In the last few days, like, what have I enjoyed the most? What was the most delicious? And also my favorite workout of the past few days. I know that those of you guys that follow me on Instagram, you see my workouts every day. You see what I eat the majority of the time. Um, But I thought it would be cool to share that on the podcast for those of you that are looking for meal ideas. You get a sense of what I really love. uh, Or if you are trying to expand your workout consistency or repertoire, just what I consider really fun. So we'll try it today and see what you think. In terms of summer food, because where I am right now, it's hot, it's summer, um, it is early July. I don't like a lot of hot meals in this weather or meals that take a lot of prep time because it's hot and I tend to be more thirsty than hungry in this weather. So the other day, I got like hearts of romaine and I pulled off some leaves and I layered avocado tomato, primal kitchen chipotle mayo, and bacon. Now, I know bacon haters, you can use anything you want. You can use leftover chicken. You can use no meat at all and just have it be veggie. It was so good. I will say, I do not like mayonnaise at all. I never use mayonnaise. The exception is this chipotle lime mayo from primal kitchen. It's spicy. 
I, I don't associate it with mayonnaise, right? Because it's rich in flavor and it's got a little kick to it, but not too much. I absolutely love it. I put it in my cabbage salad bowl. So basically I just did avocado, tomato, primal kitchen chipotle lime mayo, and some bacon in a lettuce leaf. It was so good. It was cool. It was crisp. It had the crunch. It had the cream. It had the salt. So delicious. Super satisfying. Crazy easy. No mess. No dish. No cleanup. Big freaking fan. For those of you that are like, where do I get chipotle lime mayo? So some grocery stores carry it. Some don't. What I do is I get it from Thrive Market. The reason for that is twofold. Number one, I never know what stores carry it and what stores don't. But more importantly than that, Number two, it's two or three dollars more at the grocery store and on Amazon than it is through Thrive Market. So I use it in my cabbage salad bowl, doing little lettuce wraps like this. My boyfriend dips his steak in it. I don't do that, but he loves that. Um, I use it when I make salmon cakes. I am such a huge fan. So check out that if you're interested. Uh, and to get it through Thrive Market, register through thrivemarket.com forward slash primal potential because you save an additional 25% in your first order and you get a free 30-day trial. So give that a shot if you're going to do it. I'll put the link in the show notes. My favorite workout so far this week, I did not anticipate liking this workout, but it was so good. It was for time. So you're trying to go as fast as you can. 20 heavy front squats, 30 box jumps, 40 kettlebell swings, and 50 wall balls. It was so good. I loved it. It went by really fast. I was super winded. My legs got an amazing workout. My butt got an amazing workout. It was a great cardio workout, but also a really good upper body workout with the kettlebell swings and the wall balls. Even the front squats too, just because of the stabilization required. It was so good. So I am excited to see how you guys practice telling yourself the whole truth so you can practice overcoming exceptions and excuses and stories and limitations and lies. Let me know what you think. I'll chat with you soon. Have a great day. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Primal Potential Podcast, where my goal is not to inform you, but to transform you. And if you would like to receive free motivation and strategy and recipes, workouts, meal ideas every week right to your inbox, just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. It's a great way to get the tools, the strategies, and the practical implementation assistance that you need to create your own transformation between podcast episodes. Just text the word PRIMAL to the number 44222 or go to primalpotential.com slash join. See you there. My little brother's friends have been camped out at our place for two days straight. Three. It's because of the Xfinity 10G network. Internet that can handle a house full of screens at once with like basically no interruptions. And it's only getting faster. When I was their age, internet like this was a pipe dream. You sound like my grandpa. Please go home. 
Introducing the next generation 10G network, only from Xfinity. Restrictions apply, not available in all areas.